0: Challenge, 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 challenge. Accepted. Challenge accepted. All right. Welcome to another episode of Pick Johnny's Brain. These are little pullout episodes that we do every other week, and. Climbers like you send in your questions, your promo questions, marketing questions, music business questions, uh, artist career strategy questions, anything that's on your mind. Send them into info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S info at daredevilproduction.com and put pick Johnny's brain in the subject line so it gets into the right folder. If you don't, it won't. So if you want to be heard, make sure you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's we are available for consultation for anybody who wants to do some one-on-one time. I mean, we handle, we have to handle, it makes sense to handle the broad, broad strokes on these shows because you need to know the why, but every how is going to be different because it's going to be unique to you. So if you want a consultation where we can dig into identify what your assets are as an artist, as what digital assets you have, what marketing assets you have, what the negatives are. We can identify those and say, okay, we want to steer away from this and head towards this. And and here's your plan that will make this work. There's never been a better time to be an artist. There's never been an an easier time. Now, when I say this, I don't, I'm not saying this, that it's going to be easy. It's always going to be hard work, with the, which is what's going to make it worth it. But... As hard as I worked when I was an artist, for us to get a massive audience, we still needed a whole lot of people's permission. There were gatekeepers. We needed to get a record deal. We needed to get on the radio. We needed to get on tour. These are the things that it doesn't happen without that. Now, you know, we were persistent. We got on tour our damn selves. But the point being that the big, big audiences, you didn't have a key to. But now you do. And so you don't need anybody's permission. It's never been easier for someone to put in a year to 18 months of super hard work and come dangerously close to replacing the income that you're making from your side gig right now. Honestly, last year, Spotify paid out 13,400 artists, at least $50,000 in revenue. When you back out all the signed artists and the luckies and the lottery winners and all that, and the Richies, you're left with a really comfortable 8,700 indie artists like you who just figured out how to do it. Okay? And keep in mind, that's just streaming revenue, 50 grand, just streaming revenue, just from Spotify. Apple's just as big as Spotify, if not bigger. So if we say, take the 50 grand from Spotify and then include all the rest of the DSPs, so that would be Amazon, Apple, Slack, or Deezer, all the different countries streaming platforms, I think it's really safe to say that that's a, that number doubles. So it's a hundred grand. So can you replace your income with a hundred grand? Is everybody out there that's listening to my voice right now making a million dollars a year and taking a step down? No. So it's easier now than it has ever been before for you to put in the hard work, watch the needle move every single day, every single month, and continue to grow this if you behave also like a business person, like an entrepreneur. Consultations on that. Sometimes it's that one-on-one that's going to make the difference. We can help you get into the right mind of a business person. Okay, so this show here, we get e- emails from from climbers. I'm going to read them on the air. I answer their questions. We'll answer whatever you want. This way, we know we're staying top of mind. We're really getting inside the conversation that's going on in your head. So this is from Johnny Matt Music. This is the second one I've taken from Johnny Matt Music. The first one. We you know, answered a lot of questions, and I did bust his chops a little bit because he had fifty things going on, and was spread really thin, and was overwhelmed—understandably overwhelmed—and wasn't really doing, as far as what it sounded like in his email. It didn't feel like he was doing anything. He wasn't giving any one of any one specific project the attention it needed to succeed, and so he was spreading out all his very precious time over very many projects and nothing was going forward and that was making him frustrated so that's kind of where we left off there and this is the next email that he sent back to me hey Johnny how you doing last time I talked to you I was reading primal branding and discovered from Kay Putnam website that you mentioned that I am the the girl or the guy next door brand which is cool That's kind of like uh, the guy next door is very much like a Garth Brooks kind of brand you know Like all oh, shucks you know hey I'm Garth Brooks yeah we know who you are That's just who he is, but you have to identify that brand archetype so that you're clear on it. There has to be clarity, okay? Uh, I've created my own logo. That's awesome. I am now reading How to Make It in the New Music Business by Ari Hurstan. I love Ari. And I have a website for my music, Johnny Matt Music, M A T T, Johnny Matt I just added a merchandise store and I'm working on adding my previous albums. I was wondering the best way to market my website and products so the most people can see it. Also, how to get people to go from the website and sign up for my mailing list and purchasing products. I have met some other musicians and working on an EP and wonder if I should start marketing for my website or wait until I complete the EP. After our consultation, I decided to slow down and focus on one project at a time. It definitely has helped me focus more time on completing one task. That's good because results are what counts here, guys. It sounds like you're really busy if you're one of those people that and I know a lot of creatives like this. I think Johnny Matt is definitely one of those artists that's a creative volcano. Oh my god, we can do this, and then we can do this, and then we can do that, and then we can do this, and then we can do that. And when you're when you're vomiting out ideas like that, when that muse shows up and and you get super creative, man, you got to write all that stuff down. It's important that you capture all that creative energy. But then the execution part has to. You got to do one thing at a time. You can only ride one horse at a time. So uh, I applaud you, Johnny, Matt, for beginning to focus. I think you're going to start to see some results at this point. And also, once again, I, and I give you a shout out on the last um, pick Johnny's brain here. It wasn't the last episode, but the last time you were on this episode uh, on this show. The primal branding book is fantastic. I know you're in the climb community. I love if you went to the climb community and share some stuff that you learned from that. Uh, I think that would be good. The K Putnam website that he's talking about, guys. If you're not familiar with this, go to K-A-Y-E-Putnam, P-U-T-N-A-M dot com, and there is a brand archetype quiz that you can take for free. And it'll just kind of give you a much clearer picture on what brand archetype you are. And also on the Kay Putnam website, she has brilliantly sort of boiled down very, very quick edible entry-level descriptions on what each brand archetype is on the 12 main archetypes and compared them to other archetypes, you know, like Coca-Cola is the innocent archetype. So is Tom Hanks so is Meg Ryan, right? And they both play roles that are like that. You never see Tom Hanks playing a bad guy, really. Tom Hanks is always a really innocent guy that just gets thrust into the most unbelievable circumstance and has to think his way out of it. And I'm quoting Ron Howard, the director who who loves to work with Tom Hanks. He's like, you can see Tom Hanks think on camera. You know, it, it, that archetype is very important because if Tom Hanks tried to play a bad guy, his career is probably going to be over. Nobody's going to buy it. So let's get into this answering the questions. I think we need to retool the mindset here. First of all, I applaud you for setting all this stuff up. You've done a lot of work. You've, you've set it up a merchandise store. Most artists don't have that. That's smart. You put up your previous albums, you're working on making that happen, and you want to know the best way to market, quote, unquote, your website and products so that most people can see it or so the most people can see it. Let's start with that. Your website, guys, it's not something that you should be marketing, which may sound crazy, but your website is the distribution center. You know, your website is the distribution center. Distribution is where people go to consume something, and marketing is why they're going to go there. So, I mean, you wouldn't market Spotify. That's another distribution center, right? You want to market your music you want to market your artist brand and then when you turn people on to the artist brand they're going to find places to consume it and your website can be one of them and certainly when artists want to find out more than they can find out on their favorite dsp like spotify after they've turned, gotten turned on to you, uh, website's a place they're going to go. Or if they feel compelled to get some merch, because maybe you mentioned that in a social media feed or something like that, then th- that's where they're going to go. But it, that, all that is is just a link to them, man. You know, it's just a link. And it doesn't matter. And, you know, and distribution doesn't matter. Once again, uh, I remind you of the Jay-Z 444 record, which came out a couple years ago. This was a very, very highly anticipated record because Jay-Z hadn't put out any other records prior to that in almost a decade, I think. And at the time, uh, he sold uh, Tidal now, but at the time he owned a streaming service called Tidal. And his marketing strategy was to only release 444 to title exclusively to title for one week to try to drive up subscriberships, meaning he blocked out all the other distribution sites. And I'm sure that that happened. <clears throat> I'm not. Sh- I don't have the numbers on how much the subscriptions went up. I'm, I'm positive that's what happened. But the big story was the one million pirated downloads that week of Jay Z's record four four four, and. <clears throat> I mean, unpack that in your brain for a second. What does that mean? That means that, first of all, slow clap for Jay-Z, because he's got massive demand, right? He's he's a he's an incredible artist. There's millions and millions and millions of people that were just dying to hear this record. And that's what you need to focus on, Johnny Matt. That's what all artists need to focus on. The The, the one million pirated downloads were not... 1 million kids who just got through hacking the Pentagon and in the a, a East Coast power grid or anything like that they these are just fans they were so excited to hear what he put out they found it and so think about that it's not about the distribution in digital in digital distribution doesn't matter in this case it didn't matter which distributor it was it It wasn't even distributed, except to one place, but they found it anyway, right? So how important is the distributor on the digital platform?
1: Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price.
0: How important is is it that Friends is on Netflix versus NBC's server? It's not. The people who want to see Friends are going to go and see Friends wherever it's at. You know, like you can buy it wherever it's sold kind of a thing, right? That's the deal. So I don't think you market the website. I think you market Johnny Matt Music. I think you market your brand. I think... You need to be putting out regular content, consistent content, uh, video content. Start thinking about how to get to seven. And that is what is going to end up driving traffic to the website. They're going to find you if they want to find you. But you telling them where to find you if they're not interested in finding you isn't going to help, if that makes sense. One thing I would add about your products, I didn't look at your website yet. But make sure that you put bundles together. You know, whatever products that you have up on the website, put them all together in one bundle and give a huge discount. Instead of taking 10 bucks for a CD, if you can get them for $60 for a CD, a T-shirt, a hat, blah, 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 or $50, bucks, that's more money that you're getting out of them. And 30% of your buyers are going to be willing to be upsold they think they're getting a better deal. And, of course, you will give them a better deal. But you're also going to sell more products and that's what's really smart. So next question, how to get people to go from the website and sign up for your mailing list and to purchase products. Okay. i got a lot to say about this. First of all, <clears throat> signing up for the mailing list. Nobody wants to sign up for a mailing list. So right off the bat, I know what you're saying and I know what you're trying to get to, but you're not using like the right language because the language matters here. Hey, want to sign up for my mailing list? No. You know, that's the same as, Hey, would you like cancer? Would you like AIDS? No, no, thanks. I'm good. You know, death or cake, right? Um, cake please. <laughs> so they're going to, they're going to, um, they're going to say no on a mailing list. What you want to do to get the email addresses, because that's where this spirit of this is coming from, and this, that is on point, is to what are you going to give in exchange for the email address? In today's market, they say, in the digital market, they say if somebody gives you their email address, it's the same as a stranger giving you like 15 or $20. I know for some of you it's hard to get your head around, but when you're talking about thousands and thousands of email addresses, some of them are going to convert. Low percentages of them are going to convert if the funnels are right. And when that happens, then you take the money on the converting email addresses, and, of course, you sp- you divide the amount of revenue made into all the email addresses, and that puts a dollar value on the email addresses. So that's where that Fifteen or twenty dollars comes from, so it's a big deal. In fact, e- even when we're giving something for free in exchange for an email address, we don't say, "Hey, here's a free download of some information I know you're going to love." Just give me your email address because it's bad language. We, what do, what do you hear Brent and I always say? We're like, "Hey, you know, I've just came out with, by the way, a new document which I'm going to launch this week, and I should have had it done today, but <clears throat> I didn't. It's intern week, so I'm swamped with." you know, getting a whole bunch of new personnel in for the summer, but I will say, Hey, here's, here's this, you know, here's this amazing new document. You're going to want to read this and just tell us where to send it. That's what we say. Just tell us where to send it. We don't say, give me your email address because that's like, would you like cancer? I know website, uh, squeeze. So we'll call that a squeeze page. That's where you're going to squeeze out that email address. They work on websites. I don't, I'm not discouraging you from having on your website, but the best converting squeeze pages are going to be standalone squeeze pages. And I think that's something that you, you would do to a warm audience where after they've seen you a couple times you're aware of that you want to promote the video content first. That's what I think you do. Make compelling video content and promote that. And then people are going to get turned on to you and you can look if you're, you know, when I say promote, we're talking about paid traffic here, right? This is the same as radio tour that's promoting. That's you're paying uh, as a label for an artist to go from station to station, to station, hotel rooms, meals, all this kind of crap, to plane flights, gas, you know, getting all around trying to get relationships with all the program directors, same thing, okay? Paid promotion, Major major label's going to write a $500,000 check for a P1 radio single, that's primary market radio single. Invest in video content, put together great video content, that's what you should be promoting, and That's what's going to make that's what's going to end up driving traffic to your YouTube channel, to your Spotify channel, to your website, into your stores. Okay, you're probably. To a cold audience, you're probably not going to sell a whole lot of merch unless you're creating merch that is. Attractive to a consumer, but not because it's your brand, but because of the product, right? So a Johnny Matt music t-shirt, I don't give a crap about if I don't know who Johnny Matt is and I don't know, like, and trust you. Okay, but if you've got a t-shirt that has some kind of word from your lyric or phrase from your lyric that just resonates with me, then knocking on heaven's door or something like that where it's just that one phrase could be a t-shirt now that's something that could sell to a cold audience and in that regard you could promote the product and drive the traffic through the product to the artist okay there's a great article that just came out in rolling stone i'll put it in the show notes that's talking about just that There's there's a cat in montana i believe who's very much a blue collar man is loves to grill and, you know, he's got a big beard. He's got a major label deal on Michael Knox's label. And he got it right before COVID happened and COVID happened. He was just shut down, but he was also an influencer on Instagram. And he was such an influencer on Instagram that he developed a relationship with a a grill company and he's been selling grills and doing all and and making all that happen. So he's doing all this commerce because he focused on building traffic on his, on his Instagram. Okay. And then that traffic is now also going to serve him very well, in his recording career now that we're emerging out of COVID. So so you need to focus on traffic, not traffic to the website, just traffic, traffic to your content. And wherever your content is available, which is going to be, and should be, your Facebook video platform, your YouTube video platform, all the DSPs, all your social media platforms, this is where you want to be. And you wonder if you should start marketing now or wait until the EP is out. No, marketing now. What, what, again, <clears throat> with your original music, nobody's going to care about your original music until you love them first, until you create a relationship with them first. You have to create a relationship with the artist on digital first before they're going to listen to the music, which is backwards, which is an, an theme to, The way radio worked, where people were forced to create a relationship with the song and then they went to the artist. Now it's the artist and then they'll go to the song. So, how do you do that? Now we're asking the right questions. Okay. Johnny Matt, check in with me. Let let me know how this continues to evolve. All right, guys. If you've got questions, send them to info at daredevilproduction.com. We're available for consultation and we look forward to talking with you in the next. Two weeks. Take care. Social social, 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 media. Social media. Social media. Challenge. 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 Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted.
1: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.